Welcome to the Gabards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The Great Harvest. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is Thursday, December 29th in the year 2022. We're rapidly running down to the end of the year which is going to give us a point of reflection for 2022 and what we're heading into in 2023. And that's pretty much how tonight's show is going to be framed. Before we begin, make sure you're doing everything you can to prep. Keep your preps up at home. This is a dangerous time with an unstable government and a tyranny that's coming into our neighborhoods and our communities. And we've got to make sure that we are well stocked no matter what they try to do. Patriots, if you haven't heard, we're heading into the worst diesel fuel shortage in 70 years. And that's a big problem. Because if truckers can't get enough fuel, grocery stores could go empty. You need to stock up now on emergency food. Visit MyPatriotSupply.com and grab a special offer from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. You'll save 25% on their four-week emergency food kit with a wide variety of breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories a day for strength and energy. My Patriot Supply wants to help American families more by charging less. So go to MyPatriotSupply.com and you'll save 25% on their four-week emergency food kit. Order enough to get your family through the difficult times ahead. At least one kit per person in your home. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and grab all the four-week kits you need. MyPatriotSupply.com Patriots, food is security, both mentally and spiritually. And the time to prepare is now. Patriots, that's MyPatriotSupply.com. You will not be disappointed. That, that food has shelf lives up to 20 years. So where to begin in this crazy world? Let's begin with a quick review of 2022. We have seen insanity this last year. We have seen people starting to awaken, but so many continue to dig their heels in to this stupidity of this last year. We've seen the, the boosters come out and people willfully roll up their sleeves and accept them. We've seen a proliferation of transgenderism that the groomers and the whole LGBTQ movement literally show their face as pedophiles looking to haunt and to hunt your children. This is the world we're now in. We're dealing with a government that values a pedophile in Russia more than it values a Marine that's in jail. We're dealing with a government that completely and totally reinforces the transgender community and the LGBTQ community over anybody else that's normal. We have Luciferianism in the open. In fact, the Luciferian Satan con is happening in this nation, one of the biggest rallies ever of all the Satanists. And quite literally, the devil is on the move in the open. And yet, they haven't won. 
One of the biggest things to note is that in spite of their insanity, there has been a solid restraint on how far they can actually go. There's common sense that's slowly percolating into the system as these whores and these wicked souls are continuing to try to infest every level of governance and every level of education and entertainment in our country. Disney continues to be one of the great pedophile organizations that will con- that promotes grooming of kids and uses their subliminal act- subliminal methods in their films to continue to influence children and direct them towards being gender confused. There's a rise in in the gender confusion in area massively in fact. In fact, the rise in the LGBTQ movement should have everybody absolutely shocked. There is a increase of upwards of some of 30% to 70%. Almost 40% of students identify as LGBTQ at liberal arts colleges. At some colleges it is as high as 70%. This is the sickness that has now hit America and parents if you're sending your kids to school, you're sending your kids to a death camp. Quite frankly, this is an indoctrination program. It is designed to permanently and forever destroy any hope of restoring the United States. This is the punishment we've had for being a country under God first and now walking away from God. And it's time that we put a foot down and stop this craziness. For those that are holding on to the hope of the military is going to save the day, cast that aside, please, because it's a nonsense mantra that you're putting out there that's preventing you from doing the actions you need to do. There is no question. There is absolutely no question that there needs to be some serious action to take out and reset this nation, to take away the voting control that they have. But I'm going to tell you, this is also a very convenient time to use this administration to do the biddings of the elite and blame it on one party, the Democrats, while the Republicans sit in the shadows and wait to take over and to proclaim to be the heroes of the day. That's coming. Let me give you an example. West Point has now begun the removal and alteration of Confederate memorials across the campus. West Point is the oldest military institution we have in the United States, and it is now removing its Confederate memorials. In effect, what it is doing is rewriting history because they don't like the way some generals worked. Let me put this in further context of the magnitude of this. The war between the North and the South, South was a war of states' rights versus federal. What they have done is they have used slavery as the theme that was supposed to be a war for freeing slaves. Most of the slaves were being freed. Only 1% or of the slaves were still in existence or owners existed in the South. And slavery was, an, was a failed economic model. In fact, our founding fathers wanted to get rid of it, but they were held back because they wanted to take time to reassess their model. The war was fused between the North and the South, and the slavery theme was used as the main cover as they were really fighting against the fact that the North wanted to mandate an industrialization with their own equipment of the South in agriculture. So what we have now done is we have now used a sitting hand puppet president, Democrat, who everybody is quickly loving to hate, as he elevates up policies to protect this new narrative, which is we must honor black America and denounce white America. This is the new narrative. We must equally go about this in crush in supporting anything LGBTQ at the expense of anybody else. 
and the number one institution in the nation that will shape the future leadership of our military is now lockstep with this idea. They're removing the memorials and hiding them and sticking them away, replacing uh, the, the bricks on the buildings that have the slogans and the sayings of these, of these previous generals so that they will be forever erased and out of sight and out of mind. This is not the America that we thought we had, but it is the America they are giving us and mandating to us, and we do not have a seat at that table. This is the war between elites. For those of you that are expecting Elon Musk to come in with a flavor of the day, we're going to talk about that. That's a bunch of garbage. We are, they are literally playing us, and both sides are objectively trying to fight for the power of the people while they all agree on one universal theme. They want to eradicate Christian faith, which is strongly rooted in the white patriot, and they want to eradicate that so they can create a more compliant country and slaves within our walls. That's where we are. And it says, as we head into 2023, these are hard reflections. But victories are possible, and victories will continue as long as we are persistent in the fight of truth. Let me begin with one. I've announced this last night and on today's show on Bard's or Bended Knee, but I want to bring you up to date on the issue with the protest that I put in, appeal that I put in with YouTube. Now, this is a small thing. It sounds like a small victory, except that YouTube responded to my appeal, and I've read it a couple of times. Essentially, I just reminded them that they were in violation of Nuremberg Code and the Nuremberg Trials 2.0, that they were sealing their fate. Well, within less than 12 hours, YouTube responded and re and renounced or pulled back the strike on the account and put the video back up. Now, why is that a big deal? Because there is a change in climate and tenor as we pronounce truth. And for a company like that, that usually appeals are never listened to. And the appeal, the strike was towards what Dr. Lee Merritt had stated in terms of health and wellness. By stating the truth in there, YouTube has now backed down they have reset that Christmas special video on the site and the strike was removed from the account. It's an important issue to remind us that these small victories become big victories. And everything we're going to have to do now is based on small victories and we have to stay consistent and persistent. There is another small victory that happened today in Oregon. As most of you know, Oregon has one of the most draconian or just passed one of the most draconian ballots measures against Second Amendment rights. It's at ballot measure 114 or 114. That measure passed 50.7% to 40, I guess, what is that, 49.3. Here's the trick, though. Oregon has 104% of its voter rolls active, which means there's 4% right off the top that should not even be voting that were voting in the Oregon mail-in motor voter program, which is 100% corrupt. So, Today, the judge in in Robert, it was judge court judge Robert Rascio, and who ruled that he would extend the TRO, the temporary restraining order, and not allow this new measure to go into effect. This measure was supposed to go into effect on December third. Lawsuits begin on December sixth. Thankfully. The Harney, Harney County is a conservative county. This judge has stepped in, and the Oregon State Supreme Court has refused to look at the case in spite of the fact that the Department of Justice wanted them to do that. The Oregon Department of Justice wanted them to look at the case in an appeal. These people are devilish. In fact, they've argued that 10-round magazines don't exist. The Oregon attorney was savvy. 
in his claim, and he proved that Lewis and Clark had had weapons with magazines capable of 20 or 22 rounds. So the liberal attorney argued that there was no right to bring in history because this the attorney wasn't an expert in gun history. The judge overruled, stated that it could be included, and therefore extended the TRO until January 3rd. This will ultimately end up in the Supreme Court. It is not an issue to take lightly. What's going on here in Oregon is what they want to do in every single state. And don't kid yourself. If you're in a red state and think you're safe, you're not. This is going to take a lot of action by patriots to continue to try to hammer out and protect our gun rights. And we know this is happening because we know this system is failing. You don't put in $2.4 or $2.5 million per congressman for their own personal home defense in this omnibus bill of $1.7 trillion if you, if you think the country's a safe place to be. They know this country is unwinding and it is falling apart. But they're not done, and they're not going to be done because the idea is to break America, divide America, shatter America to such a degree that it will never recover. And the way that you do that is to constantly wage war against the children. And you also have to create enough distractions that people just give up on certain issues. Here's another example. If you've been following the guy by the name of Andrew Tate, Andrew Tate, is, he's got a big media personality. He's Romanian, or he's been in Romania, and he's a mixed martial arts or kickboxer or some dang thing. He's been on all sorts of shows. He's been on Tucker Carlson. He's been on all these social media shows talking about the deep state, talking about child sex trafficking. Today, he was arrested. He was arrested by Romanian police. They were accused him of human sex trafficking. The initial response by most people was, oh, they're going after him. They're going after Tate. They're going to try to frame him. Well, guess what? It's true. From what we can tell right now, it's true. Here's a headline in Daily Mail. Andrew Tate is accused of recruiting, housing, and forcing at least six women into filming pornographic videos as he is arrested at his luxury Romanian villa after Pizza Box in smug video clapback at Greta Thunberg gave away his location. So the whole deal is here is that Andrew Tate has been out here in front trying to be the hero of the Patriot movement. And what this is looking like is once again a bunch of clown activity when he in fact was a human, human sex trafficker. And even the video of him literally beating a prostitute with a belt to where she's screaming in tears has now surfaced. And if you're curious where you can find that, just cruise on over to the Bard's Telegram family room. It's there. So let's be real here. We are dealing with a level of deception and lies that is unbelievable. And these deep staters are now trying to force themselves into the public so that they are protected. One thing to keep in mind is there's going to be a, we're going to need a lot of discernment going into 2023 because this nonsense, this clown show is only going to continue and it's going to get worse. Now, the problem we face is probably best shown again in Oregon with the bisexual train wreck, Kate Brown, who is the outgoing governor, who is being replaced by a lesbian train wreck. And she has now appointed more judges into the Supreme Court. Her record is as has having appointed 112 judges to the Oregon court system, which will change Oregon court system for decades. And most of these people are of the freak part of the world. They are bi, they are LGBTQ friendly, they are liberal hags, the whole thing. And there's 
what these people are doing is infecting our system deeper and deeper. This is why I've said many times that this is going to take a major effort at the local level and counties are going to have to start cleaning up at a local level before we can imagine taking over anything bigger. This fight we are going into is going to be local. And the idea that somehow a few arrests at the D.C. level and the strategic level are going to affect anything is just not realistic. Unless you have a complete roundup of everybody, which is kind of the Q dream, which I've got news for you, after I see what's going on in West Point, I don't want anything to do with it. You're not going to get a fair and equal justice in this country until we take it back county by county and literally take it back. We are approaching a point now where it's going to be impossible to do this through normal means. And it's going to require very directive activist level motions at the local level to make sure that our counties are resecured and that the people in the counties are well informed and people in counties start taking a physical stand. We need to expel states from the county and we need to expel federal from the county and we need to start resetting our counties. In my opinion, going forward in 2023 is going to be a defining year. If we do not do this, and start getting strong in our counties and quit playing around in the ether, we are going to lose this nation. And we'll get to that more in a little bit. What I want to do here is play for you a, a piece by Jordan Peters. I want you to hear what he, how he talks about in this game that we're in right now. Lock everyone down. Brilliant. You know, have you looked at the death tolls in Sweden during the pandemic? They're among the lowest in the European Union. And right? their they excess deaths are well, much better. Have, that's right. They don't have excess deaths because they didn't destroy their healthcare system, not stopping the pandemic. Mm. Yeah, it's just, it's appalling. It's appalling. It was another, another indication of the collapse of, of sophisticated policymaking into um, a virtue signaling unidimensional problem. It's like, it's all about COVID. It's like, yeah, really, not heart disease, not cancer, not chronic illness, not the socialization of children, not the education of children, not the supply chain, not the maintenance of the economy, not unemployment, not the ballooning of the debt. None of that. It's just COVID right now. And isn't it so interesting that because it's just COVID, we get all the power? Yeah, well, you know, excuse me if I'm a bit skeptical of your motivations. And we can see, still see the same thing unfolding in China. They're just doubling down. They still have a zero COVID tolerance policy. It's like, great. It's exactly what you'd expect from the Chinese Communist Party. Do you think what we did during COVID could usher in our version of a social credit system? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's and that high, highly would, probable. And that it will be accepted by many people because, again, that so they won't even yearning notice. for safety. Yeah, they won't notice even. Yeah, you can't believe how much people don't know these things. When I went to the UK, I talked to some people from the House of Lords. This is within the last six months. The most astute of the people sitting in the House of Lords had only become aware of the woke movement in the last 18 months. Oh, yes, you just can't believe how much this is not on people's radar. Not Someone like you can't believe that at all because it's on your radar all the time. That's not You live in a world that's on the cutting edge of this sort of thing. It's like... People have no idea. It's like, well, why not have a digital passport? I mean, you know, how convenient. It's like, fair enough, and you can understand that. Wouldn't it be nice if we could pay for everything with our phones? It's like, wouldn't it be nice if the central government, who's woke-oriented and 
makes carbon dioxide remediation the priority, knows exactly what you spend on everything so they can target you tax-wise with precision. It's like, oh, didn't think about that. It's like, yeah, yeah, you sure didn't. And Oh, yes, it's highly probable. It'll be a miracle if we, if we escape from that. You can see these signs of this everywhere. You know, when you go through airports now, there's a lot of automated barriers. You show your passports. Like, well, these are automated barriers. What if you can't go through them? Well, that's the situation for many people in China. It's like, what are you going to do? You're going to argue with the machine? Like, you just cannot imagine how screwed you are. There isn't, it's way worse than anything Kafka ever imagined. Because at least with Kafka, there was bureaucrats faceless though they may have been, they were at least still human. Once the machines can lock you out, <laughs> you are in such trouble. And we're speeding towards that with, uh, with an immense lack of... It's just unbelievable how fast we are moving forward. And just to give you an idea how crazy this gets, listen to this report from Canada. So somebody just reached out to me and it was on behalf of their friend who is a single mom. She took the vax, surprise, surprise. Now she's in a wheelchair and she has limited mobility. It's also a single mother. So she tried to apply for, I think the vaccine injury compensation fund. I'm not sure if she went through the official channels. I'm going to verify, uh, but she went to the doctor just to see if she could get some meds and some stuff to help her day-to-day uh, -day activities. And guess what they did? They referred her for assisted suicide. So now they'll take single mothers, inject them with poison, give them a lifelong disability, and then tell them the best thing they can do for their kids at this point is just pay to end their life and let the state just take their children. This is Canada, guys. And it is. And it's coming to a country near you soon enough. Here's the thing, patriots. And this is all coming down to us, whether we comply or not. Right now, so many people are focused on the Twitter drops by Elon Musk. This is yet another trap, in my opinion. And I don't think that it's that far from saying that it's a trap. Because here's what we're dealing with right now. We're dealing with this idea of one group, the evil Klaus Schwab and his sidekick Harari, that are the perfect evil character in a movie. And then you have the other side, which is represented by Elon Musk, who is now the new protagonist hero. It's here to save humanity in the last hour by revealing things on Twitter. Just the concept of that alone sounds ridiculous as a script, and yet it's totally active and believable within the context of the insanity of the current state of the Western world. The entire Western world's future is now hinging, apparently, upon a billionaire, one of the richest men in the world, who was made rich on taxpayer money by doing work for Department of Defense to develop things like transhumanism, to develop things like, which would be Neuralink, to develop things like the draconian control net, which would be called Skylink or also Skynet, if you would prefer the Terminator version. And the patriots are clinging on to him with the last great hope as they call him a great patriot, as he himself has openly said, 
that the only way that we are going to survive as humanity is if we become integrated and democratize AI in order for us to be one with AI to preserve the intent of humanity. So you have these two characters fighting, the evil Klaus Schwab and his sidekick Harari and the heroic Elon Musk waging war for the sake of preserving humanity, all in the sake of letting us see truth. So everybody is focused on that. So focused, in fact, that they've become reabsorbed into Twitter, reabsorbed into the social media of Twitter. Activities way up. People are checking, they're researching, they're digging, they're buried deeper into their phones. All of this is about frequencies. And they're drawing people in and getting people more and more dependent once again upon their phones. Probably the greatest threat to their plan was this COVID piece because people started to step back from social media. They started to grow gardens. They started to do things. But wait, we need Elon Musk in there because we've got to reveal the truth. Now, granted, there's some truths in there, but let's be real about how far that saturation is going. Saturation is not going anywhere past social media. It's not been picked up by one mainstream media channel. And everybody's looking here at this is going to be the great moment. Well, they're, they're going to provide you with the truths that you need because this is why. They need to show you how corrupt this system is. They're not showing you what's going to be done. They need you to have complete agreement that the system needs to be torn down. We're already there. We've been there for a couple of years. But now they're going to get the whole mass of people agreed that it all needs to be torn down. What you don't hear discussions about is how we're going to reset this back to a pre-1871 constitution. That's just not going to happen. And you're not hearing any discussions about that because they're not going to do it. The whole idea is to move us forward. In fact, if you're paying attention to what Elon Musk is pushing, he is pushing a democratized version of existence. He's Everything he's doing is let's get a true real vote. Let's get rid of the bots. Let's have everybody vote in honesty. And whatever those vote results are, we'll stand by. That's raw democracy. And it's selling well with this crowd because this crowd has never been taught the purpose and function of a republic. I live in a state that runs on a democratic quote unquote model for, for the state governor and everything else. And it fails because you end up always with one dominant state or city state Portland in this case. Same thing happens with Chicago. Same thing happens in California. Same thing happens in Washington. Same thing happens in New York. Same thing happens in Georgia with Atlanta. And these single and these single city states where they house all these people and they all live together and they all have their own values and they all come up with these strange ways of being and they live this hedonistic lifestyle, just absolutely whatever they want to do. And then they expect that to be imposed on everybody else because their way must be everybody's way. So if you're of a Christian belief, then you're supposed to honor the fact that this guy who's gay and trying to have a, have a baby with his male partner and he's going to get pregnant because they're going to do whatever they do to him, he's going to be considered normal. I mean, this is the lunacy we're in. And the problem is, and this is where you have to step back and ask yourself some hard questions. In this period of harvest, and they are literally harvesting this whole future, and we are making these decisions ourselves every single day that we move forward. Ask yourself honestly these questions. And I'm just going to put President Trump into this model. All of this transgender crap that's been passed under Biden, the, the funding bills, 
There's been protection measures been put in place to protect transgenders. That means that anybody that comes up with some trans freak agenda, like we talked about last night, which was the yeah, people that think that they're transabled, they're, they believe they should be disabled people and are causing harm to their bodies. They are now seeking to get attention, classification, and special category of protection under the law, and they will get it. So ask yourself this. Do you think that President Trump, or for that matter, Elon Musk, or for that matter, anybody else, DeSantis, that steps into that seat of presidency, will make a move to remove transgender's protection? Because my answer to that is, if you think so, then I think you're living in a different world than I am. Because these people are, once those laws get put in place, we aren't going to see them be removed. So you're already looking at how they're shaping the system. This is how they play good cop, bad cop against everybody. Trump, everybody focuses on Trump being ousted while the bad guys come in, supposedly. The bad cops come in and they do all the dirty work, and then you'll see a good cop come back in again. This is how they play everybody. And in the meantime, everybody's going to look at the Democrats and blame the Democrats. The evil Democrats are so bad, they're so bad, they're so bad. But in the meantime, what's going on right now in this, in this country is unbelievable. You're seeing license reading cameras that are solar powered being put up in all rural roads. All of this is sort of central data reading and control. You've got Skynet, Skylink, whatever, that's being funded by the Department of Defense. That's going up as a grid above us. And you have this constant push for injections. They're putting nanotech into food. They're growing, they're creating their new food production facilities, which are these vertical agriculture facilities. They're growing vegetables, greenery, and they're also voting, they're growing their beef. None of this is stopping. And this is the naivety of this idea that somehow we're going to have a great reset to the friendly patriot side just by the military taking control. By the way, if you didn't remember, in the spring of 2020, President Trump introduced what was going to be the new protection of the supply chain system. It was run by the Department of Defense. It was using blockchain technology. It was using their partner, Palantir. Palantir was a CIA-funded program. It's now monitoring all of the supply chain systems with the idea that as from seed to table, let me say that again, from seed to table, they will be able to track whatever goes on all the way to you consuming it. How would they possibly do that? Because they're putting in DNA markers in all of these genetically modified seeds. This is where we are. And I go back to the place where these seem like impossible odds. They are not impossible odds to defeat if we get our head in the right place. But when we're seeing people spending their life trying to prove that there's big child sex trafficking rescues going in in the underground dumbs, which has got to be one of the dumbest areas to focus on right now, because there is no proof on that. Yes, there's some activities going on that are rescuing children, but that whole narrative, that's completely fabricated. That's just one of many. When you're trying to obsess about oh, John F. Kennedy Jr., he's coming back. I mean, this stuff is unbelievable, and it has permeated the patriot movement to such a degree. The worship of the book of Q, my goodness, there's another one. People, It has all been about pacification, and it has been, quite frankly, very successful to this point. We have the loud and noisy left that are ideologically unhinged with a bunch of crazy pedophiles that are running that movement. And then you have this other side of the 
the movement, MAGA, who is completely dedicated to President Trump, no matter what happens, they're going to vote for him blindly. And then you have the Q movement that's completely obsessed with Q and the worship of Q. No matter what happens, everything's going to relate back to the workbook of Q and trust the plan above all and do nothing. As I bring up many times, whatever happened to all the memes that were developed and the meme armies that were there to help protect America from the vax? Well, that didn't happen. Either they were waiting until the big moment when Q said, launch the meme can- cannons, which we know didn't happen, and, or, they were, or half of them probably took the vax. Patriots, this is coming down to a pretty simple issue, to understand that there's been a lot of manipulation and deception going on from the very beginning here. And while we can always point to and should identify those beneficial things that happened along the way to help us awaken, where we were and where we are are two different points now. Where this began, look, I've gone through Q extensively, and I will always say this, Q was the spark that lit the fire that got people going. But outside of that, you had to take assumption and control yourself. President Trump was powerful in bringing together rallies and showing people we were powerful amongst ourselves. And that was great. He was great at identifying the media as the enemy of the people because he came out swinging. And those two things were his greatest successes. His third greatest success was showing us the power of tariffs to keep corporations in line and to set back on China. But from that point of view, we still have a responsibility as people. And people keep clinging on to a past because that's they're trying to get what they had to bring it to the future. The future is ours to make. And 2023 is going to be one of these great years where we define that or we fail. And we're not going to make the future by keeping our head in the clouds in these ethereal levels if we don't get our feet deep in the trenches and start fighting. And those trenches are your local community. Those trenches are what you're doing in your lifestyle, your house, to prepare, grow gardens, grow, get food going, prep, get active in your neighborhood, build home churches, get people connected to God, Help families build homeschooling events. And that's a big one we haven't talked a lot about, but I just want to touch on this because we're getting in a place now where the families that can afford to homeschool are doing it. There are still single mothers and other people that can't afford to either put their children in a charter school, a private school, or they don't have the capacity to homeschool. This is where people that don't have children can work together to help build pods, to help build parent groups that they can actually come together and save these children. But we as a nation are going to have to make some hard choices in 2023 because the two, the three paths are before us. There is the dark draconian path of total tyranny where people want to control you. They want to or be controlled. That's if you have any questions or doubt that that's occurring, go take a look at these puppy dog mask nonsense that goes on in these sexual cults. There's people that literally want to be treated and abused like some lowly animal. And they want to be dominated. That is the cult that runs the WEF, the World Economic Forum. Then you have this middle section. And this middle section the Elon Musk is offering is something grand. It's it's the same group that has now offered us this new open AI stuff, which quite frankly is draconian and dangerous. This open AI, known as ChatGPT, has taken off, and it's taken off fast. And what you're going to witness in 2023 is the AI wars. You have the corporate AIs that are controlled by them, which I guarantee are not nice. 
and you now have this democratized AI that's moving into the main body system, and people are rapidly moving to it to have it start writing papers, have it start doing business plans, having start taking over chunks of our lives, even writing journalist articles. What is going to arrive in 2023 is a blending of insanity and deception that we are not going to be able to tell what truth is. Truth is gone starting now. Other than this great channel and this great following, of course, you're always going to get truth here. But my point is that when you start going to mainstream media places and start looking at photos and you start looking at all of these things that are going on, it's going to get increasingly difficult to discern what is truth. This whole thing with Andrew Tate and his arrest, this is not a small issue. It's a beginning of what's to come, but on a much grander scale. His is a real person. And we, could, we were able to identify what he was doing and pretty much pretty quickly identify that there's some anomalies that you couldn't account for, like how he got, how he had like three or four super high-end $250,000 vehicles sitting in his garage as some kickboxer or whatever he was. I mean, obviously he's on somebody's payroll, okay? And this, the fact of how he was playing, he's a, he's a high roller. So you need to be suspect of that anyway. But when we start to get into information that doesn't have that sort of context, that's being AI generated, it's going to be very difficult to tell what's real. And the thing is that people are migrating towards these things like ChatGPT, and in doing so, they're fueling the knowledge base of AI. We are moving into a world where very rapidly they are forcing us to make a decision if you're going to play in their circles. And here's your decision. One, you submit to the AI and you become submissive to it, which is the WEF's world. And in that WEF world, these corporate elites are now merging themselves in with the AIs so that they become the voice of dominance. They're promising all sorts of things, and they will become the voice of dominance for those that are in that system. On the other side, you have the Elon Musk model, where you're going to benefit from this new opportunities to use these applications. But ultimately, because they are hiring at Neuralink, and Neuralink is ultimately funded by your taxpayer money, they're hiring at Neuralink. And they're offering great opportunities for you if you go there to build a new biological species. It's being advertised that way. And with this, you will be able to link in. You'll be able to democratize AI. You'll all be, able, be able to be part of this new world. And you'll be able to maintain and preserve humanity through this architecture of AI because we'll all be linked up and AI and humanity will work in unison together. That is the end scene. Near the end, it's one of the scenes in Matrix 4, by the way. If you have any questions, go check that film out. There is this third path. It's the hardest path. It's the path of determination. It's the path of faith. It's the path where I'm walking, and I think most of Bard's nation is, but it's the path we have to keep fighting for. And it's that path that says, not doing any of it. I'm human. I'm staying that way. I'm, I'm going to stay pure blood. I'm not going to take your damn vax. I'm not going to eat your crappy food. I'm not going to eat your fake beef. I'm not going to eat your bugs. I'm going to grow everything I can possibly grow. I'm going to defend my right to be sovereign at whatever cost. I'm going to work in my communities to elevate up the knowledge base of what we do to make more people aware. And we're going to have to work together to overcome some big obstacles, one of which will be the banking system and the digital money. That's coming. It's not a question of if. The only question is who's going to have what system. Remember, I've said this all along. This is a fight ultimately between elites. And this war between elites is pitting off elites 
one side against the other side. The question is, who is going to control humanity? And this is a real challenge. So there is one little bit of bright spot inside of that insanity, however, and it's this. If we stay true to our course and continue to fight, we become the source of restoring humanity. And that other side that Musk is about, as crazy as it is, there's probably a side of humanity that needs to be retrained on how to be accountable. That world will teach them. But we have a real fight in our hands, and it's not a fisticuff fight. It's the sort of fight of determination. And we're going to have to stay vigilant in everything we do. We have to continue to speak truth. We have to continue to push that power of faith before us in everything we do. And we have to start teaching people how to be powerful again. That's on each and every one of us. This is the future. And if we don't do this in 2023, I'm really serious when I say this. We're not going to get another window like this. Right now, what makes this time so unique is there is literally a harvest happening before our very eyes. There is a harvest for the souls of the dark side to suck them down in Harari's model. And these are choices people will make. There is a harvest going on before us on this other side, the world of convenience. They will offer all sorts of amazing things. Easy checkout. You're going to have your your little scan pass as you go through. You're going to be able to go shopping without cash. You can just scan your app and go into Amazon, Whole Foods, whatever. And you won't even have to pay for anything. You just walk out and it'll automatically be read and it'll tally off of your balance. Your money, you won't have to worry about. There'll be some form of a UBI. It's coming. Your jobs will be of a different sort. You'll be able to pursue what you want because the basics of your life will be provided by the government. And like all things, trust us, we're the government. We're here to help. We know how that turns out. Every aspect of your life is going to be wired into that system. Your DNA is going to be matched with your medical records. Is going to be matched with your behaviors online. All this is ties in with a social credit score. And both sides are wanting the same thing. They're not telling you otherwise. And this is the trap and one we have to be aware of. Q, in the end of the day, wherever it started, what has become is a pacification program. Just like all these other things that become pacification programs. We have to break away from the idolatries that are there and put our eyes truly where it needs to be. God did not make us to worship other things and other people, but we are still doing it pretty well in this nation. And so we have to become the voice of reason. We have to become the voice to lead people out of this darkness to get them to separate. And many people will not want to. There are people that will be satisfied in living in the myth because they don't want to break from the matrix and they don't want to work hard. And that's the way it is. But we are looking at, in, in my opinion, and where we're going, unless there is some sort of massive cataclysmic event like a pole shift, which I would welcome gladly at this point in time, we are looking at a real struggle ahead of us and a, a necessity to keep ourselves anchored in faith and to continue to fight for the sovereignty which we are supposed to be living in. Sadly, where we are as a world is too many people are not interested in sovereignty. Too many people are interested in easy, convenient, let's get this over with, let's go back to normal. These last few years have been very successful in wearing people down and wearing them down to such a degree that they will accept anything. The Harari model, very few people in the end will follow that because it's too extreme. You'll, you'll drag in the craziest of the crazy. But the Musk model is going to sell well. It's going to be an easy one. It's going to offer great opportunities, new horizons of technologies, all these new things, everything that you have been promised. 
But unless it can prove to you that technology will not be integrated in with, hum- with humankind, unless it can prove that it is, technology is not going to be the predominant choice, which is not the case at all, then technology is something they're going to use to subdue and to enslave. The masters that begin with a good intent will ultimately become the masters of enslavement because they themselves will be the masters of power. And all of this in the end of the day is about who is controlling humanity. So 2023 is a powerful year. It's one to embrace boldly if you have the courage. It's one to stand and be ready to fight if you have the spine. Because it's going to require a lot of activity. It's going to require a lot of boots on the ground type work. It's not going to waste time or have time to waste in the areas of foolish endeavors into thinking about the ethereal. Things like, well, let's, let's, let's worry about whether we have the integration of, of Space Force in with the great white hats that are going to come in and save the children underground and they're going to have, seek out the lizard heads and we're going to have whatever. These conspiracy, those are the real conspiracy theories now. What needs to happen is we need to get real about how this fight is and what it's going to require. That means rolling up the sleeves. It means getting our hands dirty. And that means focusing and zeroing in on the things that make a difference, getting skills underneath you, making sure they're solid, growing those skills out, sharing those with your neighbors as you can, being prepared to carry the weight of leadership in your communities, lead them in their ways. Many people at the first are not going to like to hear this, but this is a one-on-one activity and it takes that one-on-one effort to do things. Waking people up is not easy, and it's not going to happen on a mass scale, and this war is not going to be fought by a bunch of memes and just things posted online. That was the idea they wanted everybody to know. There were functions for it and reasons for it, but we're past that point now. Whatever has been done in that world is now been complete, mission complete, move forward. And it doesn't say we aren't going to use social media, But this war is ultimately going to be won by finding the ways to share the message as we're doing here and other things we'll be working on in 2023. And then we're going to be expanding that to where people have to get literally digging in deep and working hard in the communities, leading by example. Counties are the key here. They're the one area where within the population sector we can affect and see physical change and identify the corruption. And the one good thing about right now is people are pretty fed up with the corruption. The unfortunate part is the offers of opportunity change that are are being presented are not happening at a county level. Not yet, but we have to be ahead of the game to do that. What's being offered are these big pie-in-the-sky fruits of success of the great new technology era. We're going to show you a whole new generation. We're going to show you a whole new way. We're going to make America great again. We're going to make America first. Those have to be defined. And those euphemisms that are thrown out there, these big, bold phrases that have no substance, can no longer be accepted. It was good where it started. It got people on their feet, focusing and looking. Now we're past that. Phase one's done. Phase two we're into. Now we have to get substance. And substance comes down to some basic documents. Number one, our Bible. Number two, the Declaration of Independence. And number three, the Constitution and Bill of Rights. Those things right there are the powerful documents that will lead us forward. They will reset our communities correctly, and they will take a lot of work to get there, 
but this also means focusing on getting churches to be activated, pulpits to be strong again, and raising up the home churches so that they have a strong and powerful voice within communities. Until we reset the moral foundation of this country and get people's head back into what it is to be righteous patriots, we have a long ways to go. The best news about it all, though, is it doesn't take everybody. It only takes a dedicated 3%, and we'll win these communities over. But it's going to have to take some spine to stand up to the state. It's going to take some spine to stand up to the federal government. And once that is understood what is required, communities are going to have to come together. So again, 2023, it's going to be a big year. And what's ahead in the next couple of days as we cross that bridge, keep your head focused on where we're going. Because there's a lot that's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of huge talk on Patriot side about the big events. It's all the big arrests, all of this. Even if those things happen, one thing doesn't change. The focus and need to dig in deep and change the local communities. Because just like I started, and we'll go back to the state of Oregon, whatever they do in D.C. is not going to change the 112 nasty judges that have been put in place in this state. And it's not going to change this measure 114 that they try to pass to basically make gun ownership illegal. It's going to take on-the-ground fights, and it's also not going to solve the problem of Portland being a Luciferian pit. That's on-the-ground ministries. So again, we have a lot of work to do. We will win this, but it will take everything we have and everything that we need to do. The last part about this, all sorts of traffic about and it's all coming from real raw news. If you're wondering where it is, it's all coming from real raw news. Nancy Pelosi's been hung. This person's been hung. This raid's been done. Patriots weigh the source and quit biting into all this nonsense. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But when you start passing it around as truth, you're as bad as, as the propagandist on the left. Stay focused. Stay focused. All sorts of things that are possible, the technologies, the capabilities, it's all there to fool us massively. But right now, we don't have hard proof of any of that. So stay focused on the task ahead, which is to keep your head buried in the local communities and win those victories. Small victories count. Let's pray. Father, we come to you tonight just focused on where we're going aware that the fight ahead of us is massive and the mountains we have to climb are huge. But we also know one thing, that as we walk with you and you with us, that all things are possible. So we want to begin tonight just by thanking you for all that you've given, all you continue to bless us with, with the wisdom and the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Father, in these coming days, as we transition into this new year, the new calendar year, we just pray that we are positioning ourselves mentally, spiritually, physically for the road ahead. 2023 is going to prove to be a challenging time. It will require us to dig in deep into our faith, to put more trust in you than ever before, to listen to, listen to everything you provide us and to action what you give on our heart, not to delay, but to move quickly and where you direct us. Father, we pray that those ears to hear will be as acute as ever, that our eyes will be seeing the world as you wish us to see with clarity and discernment, and that the fire in our heart will be a righteous fire, 
that even in those times when it seems impossible to climb the mountain, we'll know that we can because of our faith in you. So, Father, we just pray for your guidance, your wisdom, and your strength. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It is always darkest before the light. Right now where we sit, there's many ways that this looks like huge walls to climb, and they are. But they will be overcome. And the best part about it is that when you're wanting to reset a nation, and you reset a nation for God, we need to remember the power of the stories of Gideon, where he had thousands, but it was reduced to only 300. We're looking for the true hearts. God needs the true hearts in him to rise, to work together, and to truly unite, to reset this nation back so that he is on the throne once again. That's a climb, but with God, it's not a hard one. We're just, we just have to obey. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, 
We owe light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist, we pray, we stand, we live by the words in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 